Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Beginning Again. Today I have um, a special conversation for you, and it's a conversation that I had with my dear friend. You guys have heard me talk about her probably incessantly. Uh, My dear friend Elaine Hamilton, she's a marriage and family therapist in San Diego, and she's also the founder of the Soul Care House, which is a therapy practice there in San Diego. If you're local, I so encourage you to check it out. For those of you who aren't local, um, the Soul Care House also has a podcast, and this conversation will be appearing on their podcast as well. It's just called the Soul Care Podcast. And I encourage you to check out their long list of episodes, which are super helpful um, for any kind of therapeutic issues you might be facing in your life. But today um, in this episode, Elaine and I wanted to talk about what it looks like when you're beginning again and it's the holidays. So uh, we talk through our individual circumstances and we talk about what it looks like um, to enter into a season of celebrating and commemorating and uh, making memories when your life has kind of changed very significantly. So beginning again can look a whole lot of different ways and can be very broadly defined. So if you are um, going through a loss, if you have gone through a recent change or are anticipating an upcoming change, if you've just received some news in your life that is just creating a completely new normal in your household, um, all of these are, uh, are expressions of beginning again, and they can uh, change or interrupt the rhythm of our holiday. And so we wanted to talk about that and let you know kind of what we're thinking about and, um, and then just share that with each other and with you guys so that if you are staring down this holiday season with some, um, just with some fear and some uncertainty, that you would have a conversation you could fall back on and would hopefully be a companion to you as you uh, face this holiday season. So here is my conversation with Elaine Hamilton. All right, friends. Um, I'm so excited to be able to sit and talk with Leanna Tankersley again. As you know, she's my favorite and I can't get enough of her. So always love a chance for more conversation with her. Um, Today we were going to talk about heading into the holidays when you've got a big loss that you're facing that you're trying to process through and you know you might be in the middle of or at some point along the way and it's it's still a big issue and so we were going to talk about our own losses in regards to that and hope and hope that some of our strategies that we have in mind might be useful to you guys but um before we talk about that, we also wanted to tell you about um, an offering that we have coming up that we're pretty excited about. We yes, ha- we are. Yes, we are. Um, we just did in October a fabulous Orcas Island retreat. We took 18 ladies plus a gang of us who were in charge of all the things um, along to the island and um, spent days just talking about our inner world and surrender and expansion and you were a genius you just oh I mean, you were, just you were a, a genius <laughs> what it was just a- i need to hang out with you more often like i already feel like such a lovely person right now so oh, thank you good. so much this is so tender good well you should you should 
Um, but we we're, uh, we had the ladies loved it so much, and they're like, we need another day. So okay, well let's offer this thing again. So we're just gonna repeat um, our begin again um, Orcas Island uh, retreat time, and that is happening in January the 16th okay. through the 20th. We've added more time so that people can really get out maybe in the woods a little more and on the water a little more, as well as sit with us and discuss and journal and talk with each other so that is coming up and you can sign up for that um at uh the soul care soul care orcas thank you dot com yes right is that right yes that's right like where can they sign up for that <laughs> <laughs> oh geez oh my gosh back to the stress of the holidays right, right? yeah so let's talk about that oh my gosh no but soulcareorcas.com and I just want to like pipe up real quick. It was just really a beautiful weekend, not only um, because uh, the setting is stunning, which you guys, it's like you have to experience this once in your life. The setting is so stunning. Mm. And then um, Elaine and I just really spent time crafting this content to hopefully meet you where you guys are anywhere on your journey um, and, and help you take the next step wherever you are. And then also it's just, it's like alchemy, this amazing thing that happens between the women that are there together. And by the end, we felt like they were all like soul sisters. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, we beautiful. hope you guys will come. It's January 16th through 20th. And, um, and yeah, we just feel like it's a great time of year to um, refocus and refresh for 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shall we launch into conversations about the holidays? You had, um, when you posted about this upcoming podcast on your Instagram I know a number of people commented and mm-hmm. uh, one person asked this really genius question and maybe we could just start with that. Oh, that's a good idea. Point, Pat. Yeah. Okay. So, so one person, um, I just said, we're going to talk, Elaine and I are going to record this conversation about going into the holidays um, as you're experiencing loss or grief. And we're going to be talking about this. Is there anything you guys really want us to cover? And so um, this person said, holidays intensify grief. And pretty much every single person that posted yes. something used the word intense, intensify, intense, if. I mean, like it was all, everyone's feeling intense, uh-huh. which I just think it, intensity, but all of that was very interesting. So she said, holidays intensify grief. Can you give tips on accepting where you're at during what's supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we're, we're going to talk some about what we're trying to do um, as we approach the holidays in our own lives regarding our own losses. Um, as we've talked about before, Leanna is, um, you know, ha- dealing with a marriage that has ended that she didn't want to end and um, me with the loss of my husband through um, a terrible cancer. And so we're, we're heading into this Thanksgiving and Christmas going what the what and how mm-hmm. how are we going to do this how are we going to do this with and for our kids for the people we love like how how are we going to how are we going to manage this because everything is so different than it used to be yeah yeah and um what I'm understanding in my situation is that if I were to stack up the last three holidays in a row the last three years of holidays and you could even go back as far as say the last four years of holidays mm-hmm. Just about every single one of them has looked differently, and um, I was thinking, I was reflecting on that this year, 
as well, which intensifies and you realize you're just tired. You're tired of how the grief extends itself and um, how it looks different every year. And I have a sense that going forward, each year is going to continue to look a little bit different because of custody, because of um, the ages of my kids, all of that. And so in particular this year, for me, this year is the first year I will not have my kids at Christmas. And so there's 10 days over the span of Um, And then this is another, this is like a whammy added to it, is that the twins' birthday is December 23rd. And so because of how the calendar falls, I will not have the twins for their birthday. I won't have the kids for Christmas Eve or Christmas, and I won't have them for New Year's Eve or New Year's. And that's just the way that it's worked out this year. So I will have them for Thanksgiving. But as I'm looking forward to Christmas right now, and I can even feel it when I like walk into Target and I see all these decorations. I can mm-hmm. feel a little bit something inside my body that just kind of freezes mm-hmm. because I know I'm not going to, it's going to be very different this year. And mm-hmm. it's not going to always be that way, but this year it's going to be very different. And so um, for me, I'll just kind of, is it okay if yeah, I just please, like launch please. it? Okay. So for me, there's 10 days over these really significant, the significant time in the calendar when I'm not going to have my kids. And, um, I don't know if this is my personality, but I just, I need to create something meaningful out of that Mm -hmm. and it not just be, um, the most tragic thing that's ever happened to me. Right. I mean, because that's what I'm I'm over here thinking. This is the most tragic thing that's ever happened It is very tragic. It's very sad. It's an enormous loss. Yeah. And it's both. And I need to find a way for that also to like have some meaning for me too. So I am calling that 10 days my sabbatical. (laughs) Nice. Oh, that's genius. Yes. I've been personally referring to that time as a sabbatical. I have been referring to this in my journal as my sabbatical. I've been now thinking about it and I have a little place in my journal, a page where I keep jotting down ideas for things that I would like to think about or journal about or read about during my sabbatical projects I'd like to get done during my sabbatical. And so for me, actually, this has been very helpful and it's created some positive energy and not just like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I'm so depressed Uh, because I am framing, I'm reframing that time. And so I guess this is my answer is like, is there some reframe that you can offer to um, this season, this part of the season that you're not looking forward to that could help you, that could actually like serve you. And um, I don't know, is that being in denial? I don't know. No, I think think that's the opposite of that, right? Like what I hear you saying is like, there's a terrible reality coming. And what we don't want to do is like white knuckle or be paralyzed through it and just like try to tolerate it right? Like that's, yeah. that's not how we want to live our lives. And, and we've already had to do a lot of that. And, and what we want to do every time we can, right? We're not always able, but every time we can, we want to create meaning out of difficult experiences, difficult periods of our lives, different seasons, right? Where it's just like, yeah. how, how am I going to walk through this without um, losing my mind, without getting stuck, yeah. without um, spiraling right into, into despair or something like so. So I, I love what you're saying because I feel like I am trying to do something similar. It's like, uh, I want this time to be productive for my own growth, right? Like I know it's going to be very hard and disorienting. Um, but I also 
I feel like I've spent a lot of my life paralyzed during difficult seasons and I'm just done doing that, right? Like I'm just, it's such a waste of time and energy and nothing, nothing is accomplished through that. Like you're still in the same place. You know, if you, if you're paralyzed through a season, you're still in the same place you started the season in. And so there's still all the work still has to be done. So, um, yeah, I just I just love your reframe of like, and I, I'm wanting to do that for myself. I want to find some way to create meaning and growth and mm-hmm. to continue to process this loss um, so that I'm moving forward in my life because that's my that's my only real choice is to find ways to move forward because this is my situation, right? Like Ken is yeah. not coming back. My yeah. kid's dad is gone, right? my grandbabies will never meet their grandpa. Like these are terrible realities, but they are not changing. And so me staying stuck in them doesn't serve anyone. So, so how can I, how can I move through that, um, in a way that, um, helps us, helps us thrive, right? There's, I think there's always an opportunity to thrive even in the middle of terrible things. So how, how are we going to do that? And that's what I hear you describing. Yeah. Well, that's helpful. I, right. Cause I'm thinking I'm not going to have my kids for 10 days. I will not have my kids for 10 days. So I can, um, I, I could sort of let those 10 days shock me with the extreme, um, disorientation that, that they, could bring or I could start planning now for those 10 days and Mm. um and like you're saying like the circumstances aren't going to change unless something unforeseen happens right this is what is happening the plane tickets have been purchased right yeah but um so I can um so if I start now thinking about those 10 days um then perhaps I can make them meaningful for myself Mm -hmm. yes and Mm -hmm. and Take it. It's actually a very unique opportunity for me if I if I want to really reframe it. Yeah. Like it is, it is an actual very unique opportunity for me to to have that much time. Right. And so, what would I want to do? With is there a place I want to go and stay overnight that would be really cool and inspiring? Is there a talk I want to go hear? Is there um, a couple of books that I want to read during that time that I've been that I really want to do a deep dive into? And mm-hmm. I would have the space to do that. You know, what would be rest? How, how could I rest and recuperate? Um, and then one other thing I just did yesterday, again, I'm like, somehow this idea of sabbatical is really working for me. Yeah, I love <laughs> yesterday, it. <laughs> I reached, you know, I reached out to a dear friend and she's a mutual friend of ours, Lindsay Wildey, and she's a spiritual director. Mm. And I reached out to her and I said, if I was going to do a half day retreat, like a, like an inner work retreat, yeah. um, uh, by myself during my sabbatical, um, could you put together a uh, reflection time for me and I'll give oh you some of like gosh. some of the things I'm thinking about right now and some yeah. of the things that I'm worrying about, some of the things that are waking me up in a cold sweat at night, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. And could you put together some things that I could do, like whether they're practices or exercises or journaling prompts, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, I could, you and I could both do that, but it's so helpful to have someone else do that for you. Right. So that's genius. all that to say, like, I'm like, okay, so then, and then Lindsay writes me back and says, oh my gosh, I'd love to do that. Give me a yeah. few more parameters. So she's going to put together this thing for me. And, um, <laughs> and I said, I'm going to pay you for an hour of your time because this is her profession. And she said, because my ridiculous. birthday's in December. <laughs> she says, this is my birthday present to yeah. you. So I'm getting this as my birthday present. Oh, nice. 
So anyway, I guess like be creative, be creative and how you can reframe some of the horror and actually like put it to work for yourself in a way that you're going to come through it and say, that was pretty badass. Number one, that I was able to like, um, you know, dive into some things I've been really wanting to dive into and, um, no, it didn't look like any Christmas before, you know, since or (laughs) right. But that, yeah, we, we made it, we made it make sense on some level. Right. Right. And I, I guess it feels like it keeps coming back to this idea of like, I have to keep rebuilding resilience in my life. And because the hard things are always coming, there's lots of beauty and joy and, um, exciting things that are happening but there are also these seasons regularly there are these seasons that are just too hard and um what i want is enough resilience to keep heading into those tough seasons and to be able to come out them come out the other end um a better version of myself and resilience is what i need for that and muscle building um is what i need to build resilience so I love what you're saying about like trying to figure out what it, what is it that I need right now to grow, right? So like what part of me needs attention? Yeah. Um, like for me, I, I thank goodness I went to therapy this morning and Cheryl said a lot of genius things like she always does. And one of the things she kept pointing out, she said, it sounds like your body really needs a lot of attention right now. Like Your body really needs some rest and your body needs to get outside and your body needs to be in the trees. And um, so what if that was a focus for you? It's like, can you really listen to your body? What does it want to do right now? And, you know, if you've got small kids or a thousand responsibilities, you don't always have the luxury to do to pay attention to that and to offer your body what it needs. But if you do, um, you know, isn't that isn't that a great thing to focus on? Um, the other thing she said this morning is like this, this last year has been a lot, a lot of energy has been focused on, um, at least in my situation on financial and legal issues that all had to be taken care of with like the sudden loss of, of someone who was very busy, um, building, um, building things right so like Uh I've been responsible for endless pieces of paper and phone calls and all of that and I heard I heard myself say to Cheryl this morning it's like I just I just want to run away like I just I just Hmm. want some time with without like I said to her can I be away from my file cabinet with all my papers in it like what would it be okay for me to just take two weeks and just be away from my file cabinet where I don't have to look something up or I don't have to make a phone call? And she's like, hmm, it sounds like you're needing a break from urgency. Oh, like, gosh. well, that's good. She's like, yes. you know what? This sounds like a spiritual practice of fasting from urgency. And I'm like, wow. You're wow. like, is that a thing? Because yes. <laughs> yes. I got to write that down right now. So Whoa. that just sort of got um, conceptualized Whoa. for me this morning. It's like, I am fasting from urgency through this next season. Is that That's at least one of the things I'm trying to do as well as listen to my body. I'm trying to fast from all the urgency and just be like, you know what? All these things will probably still be here that need to get done. Yeah. But what if I just really took a break for a couple weeks? Oh my gosh. I love that. 
And it sounds like for you, um, you have had to spend so much time up in your mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dealing with, that's what I keep thinking when you're talking, totally. like dealing with all of these decisions and all of these logistics. It's so in the mind, like think, right. think, and move right. pieces around and make these phone calls and cross things off the list. And yeah. like you need to sink down into your soul and your body and, and uh-huh. maybe leave your mind for a little bit, you yeah. know? Yeah, exactly. I love that. Exactly. Yeah. Going back to what you said about resilience, I think that's so key because I think the hard reality is this is never going to truly be over. Like if Mm -hmm. you think about Mm -hmm. the implications of what you're going through, the implications of what I'm going through, it's going to change and it's going to look different each year, but it's not going to ever be over. And so it's like a domino got flicked. Um, I mean, that's a terrible, a fatalistic way of saying about it, Mm -hmm. saying it, but let's just say that a domino got hit. And it's going to end up hitting a whole lot of dominoes as time mm, goes on. Yeah. And so as the dominoes fall, we need to be able to say, this is what I need when this domino fell or this next one's going to go. And I need to be able to like practice building this idea of like, okay, I've got to step out of this and figure out exactly what you're saying. What do I need? And I feel like for anyone listening to this, it's so imperative going into this season that you find a time for even 10 minutes and just check in with yourself. And like, we're both, I think what's interesting is we're both talking about also incorporating other people. Like sometimes you need Mm -hmm. a guide to help you. Right. Um, but get away for a second and stop with the planning and the list making and, um, which is very hard to do. Believe me, I understand, but Mm -hmm. stop and say, Oh my gosh, what, what do I really need? Yeah. Um, to make this work? And do I need the permission to do everything exactly the same, the best I can this year? Or do I, do I need the permission to do everything totally different this year? Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe that's a good place to start. Like, what are the things that I want to try to do the same and hold on to? And what are the things that are just going to have to be done differently? Right. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah that, checking that, in. Yeah, that feels like such an important conversation um, at least for me to have with my kids about like, what, uh-huh. what do we want to do this year? Like, are, do we want to get a Christmas tree? <laughs> right? Like, you know, like, right. just, no just assumptions. All, like, let's not make yes. any assumptions, put it yes. all on the table, right? Yes. And then letting, there's no right way to do that, right? There's no, uh-huh. there's no right way. Like some people might argue, you should do everything the same and try to create what used to be. And then other people would say, let's do it all differently. And so I think there's just no right way to do that. It's just a matter of like, what do you and your people need during this season? And can we talk very openly about it? And can we, can we let everything be on the table? right to do, be different or to be the same and just see where do we where do we land when we really talk about what we all need and it might be very different for different members of the family but um can we just have a really honest conversation about yeah. that and just really acknowledging yeah everything is different this year yeah and you have adult children who mm-hmm. have partners right. who could really sit back and say this is what I need. And it may be different. Everyone may need something different, but that's a really powerful conversation to sit and have. And, and it will reveal like, what are the traditions that Ken was a part of that were really important to you guys? And Mm -hmm. what do you need to like honor? And maybe everyone just like wants to go on a cruise. Like we're all just going to grab the babies and go on a cruise. You know, that's all we can manage this year. Yeah. For me, what this looked like, this exact thing. And again, my children are younger, but um, obviously they're, you know, um, 
almost 11, almost 11 and seven is I said to them, Hey, you guys, um, by the time you get out of school and before you leave to go do Christmas with daddy, it's just not that much time. And in the middle of all of that, we're going to do Luke and Lane's birthday party all together. Mm. And what I don't want to do is shoehorn this like exhausted half ass, honestly, because it will be Christmas celebration just to get it done. Yeah. And so I sat them down and I said, and, and I said to them, there is no wrong answer, but what mommy would like to do is really focus on Luke and Lane's finishing school strong, Mm-hmm. getting our Christmas tree up and decorated and decorating the house and really enjoying all of that. And then having Luke and Lane's birthday party and focusing on that. And then you guys go with daddy and have a great time. And then when you get back and I said, it's going to be January, wow. <laughs> like, just let's yeah. be clear. It's going <laughs> to be good. January, wow. but I'll have everything exactly how it was when you left. And that's when we'll do our Christmas together. Aww. And I said, but everyone has to agree. Is that okay with everyone? Yeah. So, and everyone, they're like, we don't care. And so oh. it was this giant relief to me because oh, I'm thinking wow. I've got to get all this done and figured out and I can't. I yeah. just know like based on my energy right now, it's going to be not what I want it to be. Right. But now I have an opportunity to plan some creative and fun things while they're gone so that they could come back to. And oh, yeah, gosh. it's going to be January. But you know yeah. what? Oh, well. But who hates a second Christmas? Nobody. Exactly. <laughs> said- exactly. And that's what they said. We just want to have, we just want to get to do Christmas and, and, I said, well, we're going to do it, man. And it's going to be January. And it's going to be awesome. So wow, there. That's awesome. Oh, and it's going to delay me like putting things away and all that. But you know what? Whatever. And it's yeah. like, I, I feel like we're going to get to, I mean, who knows? I may report back and say that was a giant bust. <laughs> um, but it, right now it feels right that I'm not having to create all this urgency around getting something done in an arbitrary time frame. Right. Like who cares? Right. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's okay, so good. you guys are um, going to all gather back together for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're going to Orcas to um, scatter Ken's ashes, actually, and so you know it's going to be it's going to be a heavy time for sure. But um, it also feels like um, we're ready to do that now, and you know we we waited until all of us were ready, and now we're all ready or at least resigned to doing it is what Katie said. She said, I'm resigned. Yeah, I'm resigned yeah. to doing it. Um, because, so, and let's just say this, there has been times where not everyone was ready. Right. Right. It was, yeah. it was yeah. too, it was too much trauma, too much change all at the same time. And too fast. yeah. So um, I think that's been a really important piece for us is to keep talking about all of the, all of the hard things um, and trying to, figure out what each person needed and then finding ways to accommodate as much as we could what everyone needed um, rather than having some arbitrary timeline or expectations about how and when things were supposed to be done. Um, That just didn't feel workable to us. So we'll be together for Thanksgiving and then um, Christmas will be, um, you know, the last, the last whole year, you know, the Hamiltons just, you know, shanghaied everything because we were going through this and everybody clustered here. Um, but now, you know, um, Josh's girlfriend's family needs time with them and Katie's sure. husband, Zach, their family needs time with them. And so um, this this year, the kids will be with their partner's families and 
Um, so, you know, I'm in a similar spot where like, I'm, I'm going to be on my own this year for Christmas. And I, I need to figure out how am I going to navigate that in a way that is productive and, um, yeah, yeah. That I'm not going to abandon myself or sit in a pile (laughs) somewhere. Yeah, or right. eat or drink ourselves into a total frenzy. Exactly. Well, right? this is right because that's the temptation. Yes, this or, is the okay, thing I think that it is anyway. To, well, totally. At least for me, you know, the thing that I have to keep saying to myself on bad days is there is not a sh- enough sugar or enough yep. wine on the planet to yep. solve it's this so problem. True. So I'm going to have to come up with better strategies, <laughs> which is very <laughs> difficult. <laughs> of course. So it's just like, it's so, it's so good. It's like, yeah. there isn't enough of any of that. There's not enough online. I mean, there's, I, I, I shared this with you recently. Like some days I'm online shopping, like somebody's chasing me, Right. you know, and it's like, calm down, calm take down. a walk around the block and decide that this is actually what you want. It's like, yeah. it's like there's so much urgency pulsing in my system that this is some magical solution, you know? Well, the thing that I and, think is very adaptive about online shopping or any kind of shopping is you can return things. So you yeah. can self-medicate <laughs> and then you that's can dig true. yourself out of that hole. So I think that's a better back. choice. That's so true. You just put it all back or put send it all, it all back. That's uh-huh. true. But no, that idea that there is some solution out there, or even if I ha- if I create the perfect holiday meal, or if I, um, you know, set the right New Year's resolutions, that all of this will feel better. And yeah. you know, there's part of that might be true that there might be like a tradition or something that that someone could pull off that would make things feel better. But it's not a so it, like there's no solution out there that's going to change the circumstances. Right. So finding ways to do it in a way that's healthy and meaningful. It's kind of what we keep coming back to. Right. What I'm hearing though, is that you and I need to, to, and you and I are going to be on a sabbatical at the same time. And so perhaps I know exactly where we're going to do that. What? I have big ideas for our sabbatical. Now that we're talking about this, I didn't know about your sabbatical. You're going to be on a sabbatical. Oh my gosh. This is big. This is very big. Oh gosh. How did we not know this prior to this conversation? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we're, we're, what we're talking about is like reimagining, right? Like Uh um, Uh letting ourselves acknowledge like a big, a big loss has happened, whether it's a marriage or a partner or a child or a big dream or a job we loved or health that we used to have, like whatever the loss is, this has happened and we're in a new reality, but we can reimagine what this period of time, the season of the holidays, what could this be like, um, even though we are dealing with a loss that is intensified because of the season? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, the, and the season is intensified because of the loss. It's, yes. it's all that somebody turned the heat up on all of it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So ex- expecting it to feel worse and then also expecting, I'm going to need I'm going to probably need stronger strategies or more strategies or more intentionality around strategies during this season than I might during a regular week when, you know, the kids are off to school and, you know, we've got a million things to do. Um, This is going to, this is going to be an intense time. And so we're going to need to be really intentional, have a plan going in. Yep. Absolutely. It's going to get harder. And if there's other people involved, I think what you were saying, there's other people involved that they also get a vote too. Right. And um, and so giving the people around us that need one a vote, too, so that, you know, because because like for in your situation, your children have needs around this as well. And so 
everybody gets a vote and let's figure it out together what's going to be, mm-hmm. what's going to really allow everyone to feel rested and loved and seen and that their own experience of what they're going through has been honored and not just like, oh, we're going to override that because that's yeah. dumb. Yeah. I think also one other element of this that I would love for you to talk about is for those people who are going into a holiday season where um, they're dealing with estrangement perhaps from someone they love or someone mm. in their family and or mm. conflict like this is like the person isn't gone. Maybe they're there right. or maybe they're still in your life, but you are estranged from them or um, there's just going to be like an underlying conflict around the table. H- how can we deal with um, like these relationships that aren't where we want them to be? And then mm-hmm. we're sitting, it's like, again, it's supposed to be the most wonderful time mm-hmm. of the year. And um, it just highlights the fact that it highlights dysfunction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? and conflict and all those things like what do you in your practice or in your own life like what Mm -hmm. has helped yeah I I think um part of it is trying to let go of the idea that the holidays are supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year because for many people they are not Right. Like certainly for some, there are beautiful, magical experiences and it's really lovely. But I would say that this is a constant conversation we have with clients is like, how are you going to prepare your heart for the holidays? Because, Mm. um, you know, grandma's going to say that terrible thing that she always says to you and uncle so-and-so is going to be drunk and then be inappropriate. And, you know, your mother will forget to pay any attention to you. And, you know, like just all the things that people are regularly dealing with. Um, to just go into the holiday saying this is this 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 family is is the way it is and it's just going to feel worse when we have when we have expectations of them finally getting it right right that that's the thing we have to let go of is this family is going to be what it has always been Um, and so when I go to visit or when they come to visit me, I need to expect that they're going to be the way they've always been. And that can protect us from feeling um, especially devastated when something happens, right? Because we're we're expecting it, right? We're expecting, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be unpleasant. It's going to be unpleasant. And so I think the, the other piece of that is like, um, can I also create more space for myself and the people that I love and the people that add to my life and support my life and the family members who are lovely to me? Like, can I create more space for mm. those experiences and minimize the amount of time I'm spending with those who are difficult and unhealthy and who really use this as an opportunity to just take things to a terrible place? Um, it's mm-hmm. okay. It's okay not to go home. It's okay to say no. It's okay to refuse. It's okay to say, this is not how I want to spend my holidays. So maybe I'll see you in January. Maybe I'll come, I'll come by for dinner or, you know, whatever it is. But it's okay for you to decide that this is not healthy enough for you and you want to create something different for your own life. Hmm. I love that. Yeah, that's, and I think what, oh my gosh, what you said, it's really profound. I think it really bears repeating that for many people, this is not the most wonderful time of no, the year. No, no. And so to, even just to let go of that expectation that, yeah. um, and maybe June's the most, <laughs> June's the most wonderful time <laughs> Yeah, of the year. maybe it is. <laughs> like maybe the July 4th holiday is now the new most okay. wonderful time of the year. There you go. Everyone's happy in the summer more or less, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's so good. And then, and then 
honor yourself by uh-huh. um, by limiting the time that you're with people that are it's just right. painful, and then create space for those that are mm-hmm. healing and fun, and you can create good memories with. I love all yeah. that. Yeah, it's like good. what are what are some things I want to do during these holidays that will actually be wonderful? And hmm. in, in between those, I have to go and do some things, or at least I'm going to go do some things that are not going to be super great. But I'm not going to call that my Christmas. I'm going to call hmm. I'm going to call the other stuff. These are my holidays, right? These these experiences with these people. You know, like a lot of people do a friendsgiving, right? Which yeah. can be super lovely. Like if that's better than than what Thanksgiving Day looks like, if you're spending that with family that's not super healthy think of that that's your holiday like I had a lovely time the weekend before Thanksgiving with a gang of my friends and that was my holiday and then you know we went and spent time with the family right like separating mm-hmm. those two experiences um, out from each other can can be helpful so that you're not putting all the weight on the actual days when you end up spending them with family, which is which is what many people are doing. They're spending a lot of those actual important days are sometimes with the most difficult people in their lives. So how can we... Oh, that's really good. How can and we not, create and good also stuff? not feeling like we have to announce that. We don't have right. to say to our family, right? Because right? I think people make that mistake. Like, well, you know, just so everyone's clear, my real holidays are with the people that actually <laughs> love me. And that yeah. was last weekend. Yeah, that's probably not going to go well. I'm tolerating. <laughs> right. Right? Like, don't do that. Like, we want right. to get back at people. Like, that's our way to dig. But that's right. not helpful. Right? right. In the overall scheme of things. For so sure. So, just, yeah. Yeah. I think one thing for me is I've, I started, I was thinking about Thanksgiving this year. And again, I have my kids for Thanksgiving is, um, and this is just this fall we moved and I, which I've shared, um, mm-hmm. that we moved from our apartment downtown into a, a new house in the woods. And, but it's just been a big transition. It's been a lot to pull off. And I just all of a sudden realized how very, very, very tired and depleted I was feeling. Yeah. And so I, with all my heart, I wanted to host Thanksgiving with whoever could come mm. in my circle at my new house, right? Like I was just yeah. dead set on doing that. And then when I sat down and I really checked in with myself and I thought about what that would require, oh, gosh. I, I, yeah, right. Yeah. Pulling that off and being, and being at the helm of that for everyone. And of course I could like, okay, you bring this, you bring that. But I just had this like low simmering pit in my stomach. Like, mm. I'm not sure that I think, and like you're living in an, and this is again, part of my personality, like the fantasy of that or the ideal of that is so lovely. Right, right. But the reality of what that's going to require is possibly too much. So just think about it. And I, I literally thought about it for four minutes and I called my mom and I said, <laughs> what do you think about going down to Trey's? That's my brother. Trey's oh, in Florida for Thanksgiving. There we go. And we, because they're so fun to, it's again, it's like these, this is family that's so fun to be mm. with. And um, my kids get to be with their cousins and it's a way to share the load yes. on a holiday that I want to make very special. Yes. And so that was something that for me, I had to let go of this mm-hmm. ideal of setting this gorgeous table in my new house mm-hmm. and um, go to go to the tropics. I mean, we live in South Florida, which is also fun, but go go to this totally different place and climate and do things a little bit differently. But do it together, yeah. you know, so we could I could have a little support in pulling it all off. Yeah. And so that were has you, felt like a wise decision. Were you sad too about not doing that at your house? Or yeah. was it a relief yeah. only? It was both? No, I was sad too. I okay. was sad too um, of uh, just 
you know, like from, from the first couple times I saw my house, that's what I was thinking about. Like, yeah. I cannot wait to have everybody here for Thanksgiving, you know? Right. And then I just started to get a little more realistic about what, mm-hmm. just what I said, what that was going to take. And if yeah. I really had it in me. So, um, yeah, I was, I had to let it go. I had to like take a minute and say, this is what I really want to do. Right. But, um, but then I also feel like my kids absolutely love going and being with those cousins. And mm-hmm. so, and then we started talking, my brother and sister-in-law, my mom, and we all started talking about the menu and how we could work together to, to cook. And then I got super excited. Yeah. You know? Good. Good. So I guess I'm just sharing that as well. Like <clears throat> sometimes we think that we just, it just might be a year where we had this ideal in mind of how we wanted it to be. And the reality is we're going to need more support yes. than we think. Yes. And so it's okay to say that's actually, I, that was plan A mm-hmm. and plan A isn't going to work this year. So I'm going to go with like an awesome plan B that's going to probably end up feeling like a plan A plus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I bet it will. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I love what you're saying too about like how we're going to do this together. Like I, I mm-hmm. think one of the things I hear so often is, especially for women, you know, coming out of particularly, well, I think Christmas is the same thing, but coming out of that so exhausted because they expected themselves to create this magical thing for their families and they they have not been allowed or have not allowed their themselves to say, you know, hey, why don't you come in and peel the potatoes and hey, why does can you bring the gravy? And, you know, like, I yep. I just always want to say to people, don't do all the cooking all by yourself unless you want to, right? Like, if that's your yeah, jam, right. it's super fun for you. Great. But um, I just hear so often how, like, we have burnt ourselves to the very, to the bottom of the barrel, right? And we just, yes. we have nothing yes. left. And then we're so mad at, like, yeah. how much work right. we put in and how exhausted we are and how many dishes did not get put in the dishwasher for crying out loud after everything I made for you, right? Like, let's <laughs> let's just stop doing that to ourselves and say, yeah, yeah, everybody participates. This is what we're doing. Yeah, and it's mm. fun and those sweet memories made in those little pockets, right? Yeah. When we're all in the kitchen together and we're peeling potatoes, like you said, There's mm-hmm. and there's music going or whatever. I mean, there can be these unexpected pockets of a lot of tenderness when we all pitch in together. And um, so I, I, I'm looking forward to it, even though maybe it wasn't, it wasn't my initial vision and Mm -hmm. and letting go of that, you know, so. You do decorate a mean table though. So that is, that is like a little bit of a heartbreak for me to not see what that's going to look like. (laughs) You know what? Maybe I'll just decorate the table anyway and I'll take some pictures of it. Nice. This is what I would have done had there been 20 people here. Boom. Why not? Right. That's the fun part. Yeah. You know, so maybe I'll do it anyway. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll take my time decorating for Christmas. And, but I think, I think too, what just keeps coming up for me is as we're talking is like, figure out those things for you that are like (laughs) non-negotiable, special. Right. Um, And, and don't pick 10, you know, pick two or three this year and say, you know, and then, and then maybe everybody sit around together and say, these are my non-negotiable specials. Can we try to work them in? Right. And, nice. and then let go of, um, I just can't spend, this is what it is for me this year. I cannot spend, I'm choosing not to spend one more day and one more week totally exhausted. Mm. I'm, t- I'm tired of being exhausted. Yeah. And so I just decided that, that, that 
it's not worth it. It's not worth it for me. I cannot be the kind of mom I want to be. It's hard for me to get my work done. It's hard for me to like stay in touch and be with my family and friends in the ways that I want to be. It's hard for me to nurture myself when I just run depleted on and on and on. And so right. that was, the, that was this year. It's like, no, it's the trade-off is not worth it. Right. So I'm not going right. to continue to deplete myself. Yeah. And I think there's probably people listening where, you know, you are dangerously close to your, your like hard stop limit. Mm-hmm. And it just would be important to um, honor that. Good. Good. All right, so we're going to make plans for ourselves. We're going to honor what our bodies need, what our hearts need. We're going to ask for help. Yeah, yeah. We're going to take a we sabbatical. We may have to let go of our ideal. Yeah. Right, like we, we may have to let go of this ideal. Yeah. I might paint a room on Christmas Day. I was oh, just like, the inn is open. Let right? me tell you that. <laughs> there is room in the inn. <laughs> I just think I'm gonna. Like I'm gonna need a project. I'm gonna need a project yes. to get me through, particularly Christmas Day. So, I'm like, what's a project that like would be fun for me? I, I will probably need to paint a room and then need all the accessories like available to me so I can, you know, do my thing and create a whole new room. I think that oh would gosh. work for me on Christmas Day. Friend, if you need a project, <laughs> um... you've got some. I have got some projects. Oh, I'm going to just gosh. send you a little picture of my garage. Although I know that's not what we're talking about. Well, I do love Who organizing to too. Their garage. You like a garage? <laughs> I do. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm mentally I ill. Know. How have we found each other? Because <laughs> I, I can't move quickly enough through all that. I am just, I just act like I can't see it. It is not good. It's very hard. But it's very hard. All right. So. I think the last thing I want to say is that if you are swirling at the holiday. If you're swirling thinking about all of this and you're like, I I can't even figure out what I need. Mm. I'm so angry or I'm so sad or I'm so exhausted. I can't even like come up with one single thing that I need. Like I'm numb. Then I think primarily you and I would both say, get some help. Go talk mm-hmm. to someone. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be something you do for the rest of your life. Go one time and talk with someone and say, I need some help. These are my particular circumstances and I'm frozen, and I just need some help um, figuring out, mm-hmm. like, what, what I need for this year or for this particular holiday season this year. And, mm-hmm. and that sometimes you can't figure all this out for yourself in the midst of, like, terrible grief or horrible news or just sadness, you know, right. or exhaustion. So right. get, get another voice to help you navigate um, these things if that's something you feel like you're needing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's been immensely helpful to me to just – um, to have that kind of support because it, initially I felt like I need people to tell me what to do. I'm so lost that yeah. I, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I think as time passes, I'm more able to hear myself, right? Like hear my own voice and um, hear my own longings and like, what, what are you needing? I'm needing to get in the trees. That's what I'm needing. I'm needing to get outside. I'm needing to create, like, that's what I'm needing right now. That's going to help me through this next season, but for certainly for a good period of time, I really needed other people to think for me and to tell me, why don't we try this? And why don't we do that? Um, I just was not able to think myself out of a paper bag for a bit. Absolutely. And I'm even thinking about what Cheryl did for you this morning of what I'm hearing you say is that you need a sabbatical or you need a fast from urgency. Like you could have never come up with that. Not in a million years. 
And, and so you need someone to say, this is what I'm hearing. Right. And this is what I'm encouraging you to do. And it's like, now you have some handles, right? I, and you have like, again, a frame for, okay, these are some things that I can be focused on. And yeah. if I feel myself getting panicked about what kind of gravy we're going to have, I should probably breathe. Right. Right. I'm, I'm actually involved in the spiritual practice of no urgency. I don't know if anyone right. heard. So. Right. And I think that's what was so valuable about that is like I I could feel this ur- this yearning in myself to get away, like to really be away from all the things that are hard here and to have her say, you know, to sort of to frame it in that way, like this is a spiritual practice. You're needing to fast from this urgency. I'm like, oh, like this is this is moving toward health. Like I thought I was like running away. I thought I was giving giving up or like overwhelmed. And so I just like had to hightail it out of town. And she's like, no, that sounds very much like what you're needing is a fast from all of that. Like, great. Now I can do that without feeling guilty or with like honoring what I'm actually needing. I love that. Super helpful. So, so good. Yeah. I think this is like, I think, I mean, I hope that for the people that are listening for you guys, that this is helpful and, and kind of intersects with some of the things that you're really like in the trenches with right now. But, um, this is where Elaine and I are, and this is, this will continue to be where we are. And so, um, yeah, I just think, I hope it's valuable as we get together and talk about these things that, um, it just helps you guys sort out some of these places that can be very, very, very intense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're so glad we got to spend some time with you all. And we are really hoping for you that this next month and a half or so will um, be a time where you're able to take care of yourself to some degree and create space for yourself and also love on the people who are in your life and, um, just know that we're in it with you and we're trying to figure it out along the way and just know we'll be thinking about you. Hmm. Yeah. Love you guys. All righty. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, I hope that something in that conversation was um, helpful to you, meaningful to you and relevant to something that you're going through or thinking about or dealing with. We really want um, our conversation to be useful and um, to give you some encouragement as you face what is undoubtedly um, difficult days. So as Elaine said, we're going to be thinking about you and um, we're in this together. And I so appreciate you guys listening. And I want to just end the episode with my, with my ongoing reminder that there is always a hand reaching towards you. There is always grace available, even during the holidays, if you can believe it, always grace available and always a chance to begin again.